This is a HeadGum Podcast. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Walking with Jughead Jones. Tossing hamburger sandwich into the air. He's catching him like a seal. I'm trying to lead him to the dump to help me pick up this big geode that I saw there. Somebody threw out an amazing geode. Heathcliff's dump? Yeah. And Mongo's there? Yeah, Mongo's there too. They don't figure into this at all. Mungo would make me want one in a hamburger sandwich. Well, we don't. We never actually get to the dump. Oh no! So, oh, go ahead then. So, My bad. So all that is it's secondary. What is Mungo? Mungo? Yeah. Want a Heathcliff friend? I mean, he'd rather have fish bones, but he would eat a hamburger sandwich because he's such a big fat cat. It's taking more and more hamburger sandwiches to get Jughead to. Be attracted to mm. you know to to join me, and so at one point he's like, "Give me six, six at once, throw them all up in the air." I toss the six sandwiches. He sneezes, and with his big honking beezer, you know the beezer of his, uh huh, the honking one. He spears the the six hamburger sandwiches. So now his nose is effectively six burgers. Jughead question and I hate to get you off track because I know you want to finish the story. What's he the king of? It's not burgers because that's somebody else. Right. So there's already a burgers king. But he's wearing like a crown, right? Yes, I know. That's why I'm trying to help you figure it out. He's wearing a gray crown. How he earned that? It has a red circle and uh, and a white rectangle on it. Is it a Japanese crown and it's like a separated flag? He's king of Japan? Because oh. the flag does have those two parts. Here's what maybe happened with Jughead Jones. He's the prince of Japan. Ah. Uh. Gets a crown, moves to America in order to... You rebel against his father, the king, Airs won't the eat sushi. Oh, yeah. Eats the most American food he can find, the hamburger sandwich. And that's sort of his form of rebellion. Uh-huh. And what's more, he spears them with his honking beezer. Back to you. So where we left off, his nose had become Six a sandwich. stack of burgers. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, let me... Oh, Burger kebab. Let me... Remove the burgers, and he said, oh, no, my bird's like, don't mess with the burgers. Like, I don't want them to. He doesn't want them to be, like, torn up or something well, by coming put, off Don't put nose. your beezer through them. So he's trying to, like, sort of unhinge his lower jaw to, like, come up and snap at the burgers. It's not really working because they're lodged. They're okay. lodged on there. And Veronica comes up, and she's like, somebody say my because her name is Veronica Lodge. And it's like, Veronica. I, lo- I love it. I love it. I love it. That's, Not the time. That's great. Not the time. Mm-hmm. I'm dealing with these, this burger nose over here. 
I mean, to be fair, like there's not really a better time because you wouldn't necessarily say Lodge another time. Except you did say Roger Lodge the other day. So, of course, we're just standing around trying to figure out what to – and, he, you know, Jughead's sort of trying to eat his own nose. Uh, and Moose Mason saunters out. Uh-oh. And he's like, hey, what's this? Uh, you trying to make a play for my midge? And it's like, we're like, what are you to like, Midge isn't even here. But she was there. She was kind of behind me the whole time. Dom's dog? Is that, oh, was Moose Mason dating Dom's dog? Yeah, Dominic Dirkus has a dog named Midge. And that's Moose's girlfriend? Whittle Midgey, yeah. Oh, wow. Um, She's older. Than Moose? Yeah, he's dating an older woman. Hashtag senior dog. So Moose... Is, you know, not the smartest guy, but he knows how to hurt people. He's very smart about knowing how to hurt you. Mm-hmm. And so he says, what can I do to hurt Jughead? Who's, I guess he thought that Jughead was making a play for Midge by some, like, the metaphor of spearing the burger. was like that he was going to spear Midge's six burgers. Well, also, if, if Midge had come up at that time, she would absolutely be kissing Jughead on the mouth because she'd be trying to eat the burgers yes. off his beezer. She'd be licking his beezer. Work her way all the way down and be licking the beezer and yeah. licking it up. So that's what Moose says. He says, oh, so you want somebody to lick your beezer, huh? Uh-huh. Well, like, let's feast, he says. And then he does start going to town on Jughead's nose. Jughead's crying because he wanted the burger so bad. Uh-huh. But Moose is just making a sloppy dinner out of the burgers. Gracious me. Hurting Jughead where it hurts the most, which is eating all his burgers. His burgers. Yeah. Right in the burger. Hey, welcome to Hollywood Handbook. An insider's guide to kicking butt and dropping names of the red carpet linebacker callers in the industry we call showbiz. What up, what up? Uh, uh. Jumping and shooting the ball. Throw it and fall down and go splash. uh, Lacrosse and it's the Olympics. And you know what we're talking about. It's the Olympics and playing cornhole. Yeah. Bocce man. Oh, we get so excited. We're always talking about about the game. Olympics. And now that it's finally here, now let's really do Olympics on the show. And the first thing I just want to say is it's not about the medals. No, 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 sweetie. Oh, sweetie. Oh, you poor thing. You like your medal? Oh, you think it's the medals? Oh, don't like that. This hip hop culture has really infected our uh, Olympics fever in a way where the medals are truly a bad look and just not a good look. And you're a hot mess in those medals, sweetie. And it shouldn't be about the medals. And what it should be about is jumping, throwing, shooting an arrow, splashing, smashing, doing a flip, Mm -hmm. crunching, slamming, dodging. Dunking, beeping, sweeping, sloping, sleeping. <laughs> After all that. Well, you're going to need a nap, buddy. You worked hard. And it's also not about, oh, people don't understand countries. Countries are just funny lines. Somebody with a big pen made. And people are like, oh, now this is my favorite place. 
oh yeah, the it's pen fake. line goes here, so I want this guy to win. Yeah, it's fake. It's fake. What if he's standing stupid. on the, what if he's standing on the other side and you don't like him anymore? No, forget it. Let's imagine. That's the bad kind of rando. Rando humor I like, but rando pen lines that make you cheer against a supreme athlete? Oh, please, honey. That's not a good look, sweetie. So the different guys that we like to support and love to win are not necessarily the ones from the United States. No. Uh, we like just the different guys. We like the different guys for different reasons. Who do you like to support? Well, look, I don't love to admit this, but I always like to root for guys who remind me of me. So if I see a big ripped black dude, that's probably going to be who I want to win. Because inside, that's what I feel like, mm-hmm. is a really strong guy of African descent. Yeah. And the musculature of some of these guys makes me feel like I'm looking in a mirror. And the skin tone of them makes me feel like it's kind of a alternate world version of me mm-hmm. that uh, lets me have a fantasy of being that. I like Lamar from Revenge of the Nerds, who they had to make a special gay javelin for. Yeah, that's true, because he was so floppy. He ran in such a unique way because uh, of his sexuality that um, I want to say Poindexter, one of them built him a, a special javelin Yeah, that would make... Uh, a good noise as it went through the air, and um, it would go farther than the other guys. Of course, now he's in the Olympics, mm. still using the special javelin because nobody really wants to tell him that he's not allowed to. Yeah. Uh, and so I support him. I want him to uh, win the javelin. Mm-hmm. I'm also supporting that little uh, shimmying running jumper, you remember? Before the run, she does a little shimmy dance. Whoa. Okay. You know, you remember. Out. Yeah. You remember? You're thinking of Morgana the Kissing Bandit. No. She does run. Kiss George Brett, I think. She does run out uh-huh. there. And I guess she knows how to do a little shimmy. I'm talking about the one, the one, the one who uh, runs over the jumps. And she, like, before the run, she does, like, a special dance and she goes viral. Okay, well, that's good, but I'm rooting for um, – I'm not going to root for Michaela. She's not impressed, and I'm not impressed now. I am rooting for somebody we all hope wins, and it's maybe not the most popular vote. A lot of people are going for B-Rabbit, but I hope Lickety Split pulls this one out. I just think that he's been in Papa Doc's shadow for too long and Lickety Split actually has the sickest flow. Uh, Sure, Lotto is the man who physically I most resemble. uh, T-shirt screaming, Lotto, I don't fit you. But um, Lickety Split probably has the most natural rhyme scheme and just effortless uh, lyrical dynamism out of anyone in the whole crew. And so I am hoping that he does best be Rabbit in Isn't the, he in free the Rap world? Olympics. Isn't he free world? He's free world, sure. But didn't he, I thought, didn't he go to Cranbrook? No, no, no. That's Papa Doc. 
Oh. Clarence. But then how did I, he I, went to Cranbrook? That's a private that's school. A private school, but I thought that's how they knew each other. And Clarence has real nice parents. No, Clarence is claiming to be sort of from that you know the wrong side of Eight Mile, at, when actually he went to Cranbrook. That's a private school, and he's friends with Lotto and Lickety Split. I don't think they all went to Cranbrook. I think that's dirt he's got just on Clarence. Mm-hmm. Lickety Split, I think, is a legit G. I do want. Uh, Penelope Pitstop to win the that splickety split lickety to win the race. I want her to finally beat Muttley. Yeah, uh, I want to see Muttley ruin. I want to see him injured and out of the wacky races forever. Uh, I never root for injury. I despise. Muttley. I never root for injury. Uh. Muttley is a sore winner. He has the Muttley, big, he has like, the laugh. Act like you've been there before. He has a nefarious laugh, which is a technique to frustrate people. It's much like when they were angry that Monica Selly's grounded so loud, grunted yeah, so loud when she like, would hit the ball that, that you couldn't hear working. the spin coming off of it. Yeah. And uh, people were saying it was just a tactic, but that's the way she plays the game, and mm. you got to put it out of your head. And if somebody wants to do cheap tactics, whether that's what she was doing, I'm not saying it. Uh, you know, that that's why anything happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just saying that if somebody wants to play that way, you got to rise above it. And I think Lickety Split would be able to do that. And of course, in the strongman competition, I am rooting for Will Ferrell's version of Janet Reno. Uh, he got the boxy dress on, he got the glasses, and he's doing the Frankenstein dance. Yeah, and yeah. I think that this year he's going to be able to lift all the weights and smash everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm running for Heisenberg from Breaking Bad. Did he he's, win the cooking competition? No, he can't show up to the Olympics because they'd capture him. Well, no. What if he did, like, uh, remember when Robin Hood and I made a movie dressed like a stork so he could win the uh, archery contest? Because he's Fox, but he dressed like a stork and pretend to be that. And then he win the archery you, you contest. You heard Heisenberg is going to do that? I heard Heisenberg might dress up, maybe not necessarily as a stork, but maybe as, like, an egret or something. Oh, to win the competition. To win the whole competition. And then maybe, you know the uh, tent that the king's on goes running all around all crazy and they go who's driving this crazy umbrella um so i mean that's my olympics pick yeah so let, let, let us know how to watch it yeah please somebody email engineer sam it's engineer sam.com at engineer sam's uh friend's house and it, because he's crashing there for a little bit till he gets back on his feet. And um, please email him. And uh, what do you need to know? Like what pieces of information, Engineer Sam, are you missing in terms of how to watch the Olympics? Because usually my cousin Sam is who shows us how to watch things, and he's been MIA a little bit. Uh, just let me know channel, time, TV type, uh huh, TV size. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which channel goes with which TV type? Yeah. Yeah. We've been having trouble matching the channel to the TV type. It seems like, you know, anytime we get one right, the other one's wrong. Volume. Volume. Okay. And let him know where all that stuff is. And, and Sam just tell looks, him where the remote is. Sam looks at his TV and he says, uh, Samsung? Sung what? No, I didn't. Oh, yeah. Yes, please solve for me. 
yeah, what did he sung? And he sees it's a whole long. He sees LG, and he goes, "Ooh, life's good." And then, and then, um, uh, the other thing is, uh, Hayes and I will be uh, selecting what we watch on TV, and suggesting otherwise is not even remotely funny. So don't touch our remote. And that's but you, tell Sam where the remote is. He has to operate. That's it. your friend's house rules. Yeah, that's your friend's house rules. So, um, well, can't wait to see all the Olympics, and I hope nobody drowned this year. And uh, I hope that the winners all uh, realize that the medals are kind of a bad look, sweetie. And Gabe's in the house on Hollywood Handbook. So I'm smoking speed balls with Getty Watanabe and uh, Melissa uh, Gilbert. Uh, and, okay, okay, yes. And we're uh, getting pretty tweaked out, fucked up, uh, shooting part. through the ceiling. Or it says my name, sorry. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, just, it's fun. In the song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, speaking of songs, we're doing this to try to come up with an idea for a song because we have the big show to try to raise enough money to keep the school open. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we don't play a rocking tune, Who's uh, school? they'll shut us down. Professor Xavier's School for Gifted Youth. So uh, I, of course, have a big investment in this just because yeah. I don't want Wolverine to beat me up. So... Uh, I take a monster hit. The school is the only thing stopping it. The fact that he has like homework and Structure. stuff to do. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Is the only thing that's stopping him from beating you up. Because he's mad at me. He says that. Yeah. He tells me all the time. He calls me. If in I the didn't have of the so night. much school, I'd be over he there goes, right he now. Goes, if I didn't have a huge test tomorrow hammering that I'm cramming your ass. for, I would be hammering your ass. It's always in those words. So I dig a monster hit, almost pass out, and Getty goes, you're taking too much. And I go, nobody tells me I'm taking too much, Getty. And uh, I double down, and I take another hit, try to ghost it. (laughs) And uh, I black out, go to outer space. When I come back to, I look around, and I go, guys, we're the song. You know, like we're here trying to write the song. Yeah. But the song was always in us. Mm-hmm. You know? And what was the song? Uh, uh, the It was like an Uncle Cracker song. It was... Um, what did Follow do? me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Follow Probably. me. But then we did the chorus from Put Your Picture Away. The, which was Kid Rock and Cheryl Crow. Yeah. Yeah. Just because they, I can they see seem like friends. The songs seem like friends. Yes. So, um, but we did it, raise a bunch of money. Uh, Cyclops gave a really touching speech. Um, and we were able to keep the school open. And so, as you can see, I did not get my ass hammered by Logan the Wolverine. Hey, welcome to Hollywood, Hollywood Handbook, Handbook. and insider's guide to kicking button, button, dropping names on the red carpet. Like Mike Hallways of the industry, we call showbiz. Call showbiz. It's what up, what up. We do the second part of the show. We do the, the guest part. The second part has the guest, Gabe. You're yes, you're here. We're here with Gabe Delahaye, and we have done the first part of the show. You've already heard it. So 
we're in the second part, and Gabe's here for it. Gabe hasn't heard it. Gabe doesn't even know what he's coming off of, so we might be referencing that. He's going to be looking around like, huh? Talk about that, Gabe. Yeah, no, I'm definitely at a loss for what the first half was. Yeah. I'm very excited for any the Any guesses? Half. Yeah, could you, any guesses? This could be fun. Of what the first half was? Yeah, what do you think we covered? You guys talk. What you guys talk? Suicide Squad? Wow. That okay. Been really that was good. definitely on the table. <laughs> that was on the table. Here was my feeling. That's definitely what people might have wanted. Definitely some people tweeted at us that they wanted that. And definitely Hayes wanted to do that. Did you guys talk about? I thought we'd done it too much and it's also almost played out. Yeah. Except I, the, the only thing I haven't, and I have not been reading or following too much about it. Yeah. Have people talked about how many Academy Awards the Suicide Squad has? Because it's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Like multiple, multiple Academy Award winners. Well, let me think. Jai Sports. Courtney has one. <laughs> Jai Courtney has three. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He got <laughs> three for one role. Margot yeah. Robbie got one best bathtub performance in Big Short. <laughs> um, so she the got that. The bathtub got one, but yeah. all the bathtub scenes got cut. Yeah. And then she, oh, she got two because she got, um, she's actually super funny, even though she's so beautiful uh, and a has tomboy. a great sense of humor. And she's a tomboy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Loves comedy. Uh, so she got that. Is Roy Hibbert in it? I think he got a bunch of Academy Awards yeah, he's for in Parks. It. When he was in, oh, right. And when he, yeah, he played Reuben Hurricane Carter, I think. <laughs> yeah. So, um, on Parks. Okay. Yeah. So you didn't talk Suicide Squad. We didn't talk about that. No, but, no, no. But that talk? was a great guess. And we, uh, we honestly could have all the Academy Awards. And then the other thing, I mean, everyone has talked about all the crazy stuff Leto did, but, you know, there's obviously still more to be done there. There's a lot to unpack. Sure. Um, and uh, was there another thing? Oh, just the box office, Bafo and the critical slamming. Mm-hmm. 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 Big numbers. Those were all areas that Sean ran away from. Mm-hmm. You didn't? You I ran away from the box office. Them, yeah. Yeah. I didn't have anything to say, I thought. But, um... We definitely could have talked about it. Uh, Did the Olympics instead. Olympics? Olympics, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. We didn't. Uh, Hayes watched the opening ceremony, but I didn't. How was it? It was good. I guess you Ask Hayes. He had a bunch you of friends over to watch this. it. It was good. He had a bunch of friends over to watch it, and I found out the day after. Uh, my projector, <laughs> I'm blasting it up on the wall. Sure. But... It's like over the fireplace because I have a fireplace at every wall. So it is very scary for the people in the opening ceremony uh, to be so close to the fire all the time. Mm-hmm. And it makes me feel bad. Mm-hmm. It makes yeah. me feel like I'm sentencing them to be burned. When actually I support them. I'm proud of them. I want them to win. All of them. Yes. Mm-hmm. But instead, I'm blasting them with fire. Mm-hmm. Gabe, speak on a little of your history. My history? Yes. Mm, yeah. Uh, like, like I went to college. And okay. I went to high school. I went to high school. Speak on college, college boy. <laughs> went to college. Oh. In high school, were you something of a chameleon? Oh, college boy. Uh, yeah, I like to like move around between different groups. You know, I couldn't I be also, pinned down. I couldn't I, be pinned down. I also felt like I wasn't really part of any one group. But you the could, stoners, the but you could still hang out that, with all of them. Yes, I, I kind cool of fit everybody. in with all of them. Friends with everybody. But have in some ways, then you have no real friends. Mm-hmm. 
And in college, where were you um, something of a chameleon? Yeah. Yeah, I moved around between groups in college. Uh-huh. It went really well. And in majors, school, so right? You switched to... majors. I had seven different majors. Yeah. And, uh, but in some ways, you have no major at that point. Yeah, well, I literally have no major. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I moved. I lived in New York for a while. Mm-hmm. Oh. Have you guys ever spent any time in New York? Love New York. New York. Huge pizza. Yeah, hu- it's the big, the, big pizza. Yeah. the big pizza. Yeah, the big bagel. Yeah. Spent a lot of time pizza there. Pizza bagels. Mm-hmm. Central Park. Central Park. Yes, Central Park. Union Square. Oh, yes. Pigeons. Ducks. That lady with Bugs. all the, the lady who's <laughs> the lady who's covered in pigeons. Yeah, yeah. pigeon lady. Mm-hmm. That falcon or whatever that lived on in a penthouse. And the gates, yeah. Christos Gates. Christ, and Christos oh, Gates. The Who can't gates. stop talking about Christos Gates? Well, we all, you know, I mean, for any time, if you spend any time in New York, you've been to Christos Gates a dozen times. And uh, the, yeah, the Staten Island Ferry. That's my New York. I mean, that's my New York. Just pizza bagels on the ferry on the way to Christo's Gates mm-hmm. and then friggin' pigeons and bugs. And could you hang out with all the different groups in New York? Oh, yeah. Were you something of a chameleon when you lived in New York? <laughs> yeah. I would like uptown, downtown. Oh, wow. East side, west side. Yeah. yeah. Brooklyn. Queens, Manhattan. Was it ever in an issue? In some ways, you have no neighborhood. Was it ever an issue when your uptown friends are meeting your downtown friends? They hated it. Yeah, Who's uptown all friends, of them. Ha- downtown friends surprisingly didn't care. Oh, okay. Uptown friends hated meeting downtown mm-hmm. friends. Yeah, that can be. And so, don't even that can talk be stressful to them about you. Brooklyn. Oh wow. Oh yeah. Is Brooklyn as hip as everyone's saying? It's pretty cool. Is, Brooklyn's pretty cool, but I think that it's already moved. Now we're moving into Queens. Like Brooklyn's already over. Oh wow. Now you mm-hmm. got to get into Long Island City, mm-hmm. Woodside, Sunnyside. Woodside, Sunnyside, mm-hmm. Ozone you know, Park. Ozone Park. Mm-hmm. Kevin James's house. Kevin James's house. Kevin James' house. The zookeeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here comes the boom. I mean, that's, you know, that's where we're at, America. Is that's Williamsburg what, like Silver Lake or what? Williamsburg, yeah. So Williamsburg is Silver Lake, Greenpoint, Echo Park. Okay. Central Park. Uh, is Griffith Park. Elysian Park. Oh. Elysian Park is yeah, Washington Square Park. What's yeah. the Empire State Building? Empire State Building is La Brea Tar Pits. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. That's right. The Flatiron Building, to me, is the Pacific Ocean. And so, as we talk about New York and L.A., what do we mean, Gabe? Unpack that for us. I mean, I think and the we thing used to that say speak on that. We got tired. Is we, you, yeah, I sort of said it. The thing that is endlessly fascinating for people is the difference between New York and LA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not a lot of people talk about it, but it's huge. The New Here, York Times, Los Angeles, New York Times, Los Angeles Times. Yeah, New York. That's a big difference. Taxi cabs, LA traffic jams. Yeah, New York. Pizza, uh-huh. L.A. smoothies, smoothies. Mm-hmm. It's like green. Anywhere you look, there's a difference. Yeah, all over. Yeah, yeah. I notice it too because the winters in New York are. Tough, it's, tough. If it's winter in New York, it's summer in L.A. You know? <laughs> That's mm-hmm. right. 
That's right. If it's winter in New York, it's summer in LA. It's uh, it's New York is the city that never sleeps. Uh huh. Yeah. LA has LA's working on its catchphrase. New York Statue of Liberty. LA the Oscars. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Yep. So what if the Statue of Liberty? Just bear with me on this for a second. I'm oh, still kind of figuring it out. I like it. The Statue of Liberty and Oscar were like together. Fingering, yeah. Like kissing? Just intimately together in some way. I guess one of them, has, I guess he has to be a lot bigger. Right. We'd have to be dealing with a really big Oscar. And this is like one work. of the ones that stands outside. Yes. You the know, big like one outside. Coming, the big one outside. Like when they're coming down the red carpet. Yes. Let's get one of those big ones to New York, see if they hit it off. One yes. of the ones that Margot won. <laughs> yeah. Margot right. Robbie. She got, yes, that's right. She got one of the big ones. They gave her one of the big ones. The big because outside they, Because ones. it was not a pre-existing category. Yeah. A lot of times when they come up with a category on the fly, they won't have the statue for it. So they'll just grab a statue from anywhere. Yeah. So, yeah, one of the big ones, and then it's what, doing it with the statue? Well, yeah, they're just, like, is, exploring each other. Can you see them up against each other, or is the Oscar just under her flowing skirt, and you know something's going on down there? Yeah, I guess he is sort of rooting around. You just her, see sort of a rustling, skirt. and she's sort of, like, I all just, like, sort of jilts and drops her book. Yeah, but she— But I, holds the torch. She's bored. I yeah. I think she's. I sort of want her to have this like that. Some that someone else could do it better than him. Oh, he ain't hitting it right. Yes. Yeah. I sort of That's want her to be conveying that he ain't hitting it right. So you're yeah. already at like late stage relationship between them. Like, I don't want to see. It's not even. They're they've, they're way, they're way past flirting, getting to know each other. They've already probably had sex a couple times. Now she's like, I got to move on. This is not working out. That's what I want to see. I don't want to see somebody hitting it right where I, I want to be looking at it and be like, chump. Yeah. yeah. Hayes likes to feel like, and I mean, it's interesting because he's talking to a trophy in this case, but hold my trophy while I kiss your girlfriend. You a chump. And as someone who hits it right. It's encouraging for him to see guys who ain't hitting it right. Yeah. Gabe, you smash. I mean, uh, how satisfying is it to know that basically nobody else can touch you? It's huge for me. Yeah. It's huge for me. Yeah. Huge source of confidence. Uh, wake up every day just feeling like unstoppable. Nothing's she ain't, gonna she get. ain't never going to find nothing like this. That's right. Mm -hmm. And there's not a single statue or award that could take this away from me. Mm -hmm. Not even Cable Ace or even an SB. And you know that that's the case. Uh, that is really satisfying for me, too, that I know my wife, Steffi Graf, is never going to leave me because who else is she going to find to hit it right? You're, yeah, you're hitting it right in the power alleys. Yeah, that's right. I take it straight down the power alley. Gabe, the internet, video gum. Yeah, and that's right. Right. You were the star of Video Gum. For were you, sure. Were you something of a chameleon at Video Gum? <laughs> yeah, I like to mix mix it up with different groups at Video Gum. Yeah. You know, I didn't want to get locked down. It's not fun to get locked down. It's you true. Have to keep, you have to keep it moving. I hate mm. to be painted with just one brush. I want to have so many kinds of paint on me. 
my face painted like some kind of wild animal. Now explain video gum to people who don't know and are like, oh, wouldn't that mess up your VCR? Yeah. yeah. Stupid. Uh, video gum is a defunct website that no longer <laughs> exists. It has been unavailable for at least two years. It's unavailable, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. Uh, Can't go it's there. A, it's a hidden gem. It's yeah. a real hidden gem of the yeah. internet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I used to work there. Haven't okay. for a long time. Yeah. Okay. Trying and you to came move, here to talk about that. And I came here to talk about my latest project, the website that you can't find <laughs> from three years ago. Well, that's so interesting that you insisted on bringing it up. If I could um, just plug video, so it's video gum. If I could just plug it real quick, videogum.com. Mm-hmm. You cannot find it. It's not there. You'll open it up for your friends sometime. For sure. For yeah. sure. Just to like take them and I and I've just been doing the run, you know. I've been going on different shows, telling them about this website I used to write that doesn't exist (laughs) anymore. Making the rounds, going. (laughs) Hey guys, it's been almost three years. Calling in all my calling in all my favors. Yeah, I feel like you know people are starting to maybe be slightly less aware of this thing that ended three years ago. And let's get the word out. We're getting Mm -hmm. the word out. Really smart. So I obviously understand it, but for people who don't necessarily know how the internet is, tell me if this is true. On the internet, you could just write whatever? Yeah. And they can as well? Holy yeah. shit. Yep. So fucking crazy guys must just be going wild. There's doing nuts stuff. It's like, yeah, there's like a lot of bonkers people out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they love the internet. And the internet, when you're on there, you're mm-hmm. just looking at anything. Yep, yep. Who can Whatever. see it when I do when I do my stuff? Thank you. Anybody can see it. Really? Anybody oh can see my! It. I can see day. it. Sean can see it. Your mom can see it. No. Your neighbor can see it. Do they have to? They don't have to yet. Okay. Okay. They don't have to yet. As of right now. There's no laws forcing them to. Mm-hmm. It's up to them if they want to see everything that you're doing. Hang on, Gabe. When they're looking at it, what's going through their head? A lot. I mean, look, I can't speak to that. I can't mm-hmm. speak to that. Speak on that. I can speak on that. Okay, thank you. I was waiting for permission. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're probably like, this guy's crazy. Yeah, they so would probably feel that at way. It and, just, and just thinking, this guy's, this guy's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking at this stuff. They don't understand. It's crazy that what I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like wow. a pretty common Some reaction. Of the animals, yeah. Uh, you have to eat and drink when you're in there. In the internet, mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't replace food or water mm-hmm. yet. Yeah. Yet, there's okay. a there's a website called Soylent that people are trying to get. To trying to eat it. You, they're trying to eat it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't work yet. Doesn't work yet. But they're working on it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, all right, here's a hypothetical. Okay. I'm in the internet. Yeah. And I get a phone call. Okay. Do I just wake up all of a sudden? So, yes. You are definitely going to wake up. Uh huh. What happens to the internet? Yeah. The internet. So, the internet is going to still be there. Oh, and it's my agent on the phone. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Internet is not going to be a problem. They've decided to go a different way. <laughs> not a problem. You wake up. But they loved him. 
I killed it. They really want to find something for me, something smaller. But this role is going to go diversity. Okay. You just this is not a problem. The internet is not going to interfere. It is another white guy. Where are you guy. at, by it's, the way? It's, it's, it's David Near. It's it's David Near. He's yeah. Uh, that's what I find out later. I guess they doubled back on the diversity thing. He has like curly hair. Yeah, that's more diverse. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. No, it's fine, but it's just that I get that phone call while I'm in the internet, so yeah. I so apparently wake does, up. Yeah, he wakes up. So you then, where's up. the internet? The internet is still there. Holy shit! Yep, and people are there. just can look at that. Here's the thing: you don't even know your agent might be on the internet while he's talking to you, or Gabe, she, or while she is talking to you. This is getting scary. So the agent is jacked in as well. Yeah, the agent's jacked in. Everybody's jacked in now at this point, basically. There's very few people who aren't jacked in. You can stay the internet. You can stay jacked in and be on the phone. It's hard. Mm. It's hard to be jacked off. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to. You're almost always jacked in on the internet. Choice. Getting phone calls. Yeah. Somebody. Yeah. So new, new, I'm sorry. Getting about turned this down for jobs. New Jack City. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And so a new thing is that Kevin sneaks in here at different points in the show. production this manager. Kevin sneaks in. We, Did he? Have, we have to stop it down. We have to talk about you Kevin. Th- it's not engineer Kevin. It's like production manager, coordinator. Production Kevin. coordinator Kevin. Uh, he's really trying to build up the faux hawk. He's trying to get it more to do more than it's been doing. Kevin. Can I take a picture of you with Hayes? I'd like to take a picture of you with Hayes, and then you take a picture of me with Gabe. Thank you for the camera. How's this work? I just aim it at He's you. He's going to slice me with his photo. Oh, God. Okay, and I accidentally took a photo just now, and it's so gentle. Okay, here's the boys. This um, is nice. My guys. Is that working? And I like that because it makes me feel like I'm in a family with Kevin. What happened? Can you see if I did it you have right? To, like hold it for a second like that, where it auto aims, and then when it, it goes green, uh huh. Then you can take the phone. Hey, I'm not a natural camera user. I mean, that's just not one of my strengths. Oh, there you go. And that feels like a really good picture of my two guys, and they're in a family together. They've got the Fritos. And so that can go on the internet, and then Hayes' mom can look at that. Yes. You and post that right up. That's in the Dropbox now. You put that in the Dropbox. Mm-hmm. Send, it, send an email blast. Mm-hmm. Let everybody know. The picture of Hayes and Kevin, it's in the Dropbox. Go look at it. Mm-hmm. And then they will. If I want to watch an outer space porno movie on the internet, uh. What am I typing in? Okay. Go to bing.com. Bing. Mm-hmm. Type in outer space porno. Mm-hmm. Click send. Uh-huh. And then it emails my mom. It's not gonna email your mom. Okay, good. It's not it's not unless you want it to, uh-huh. it's not gonna email your mom. Okay, so then I definitely did something wrong last time. Did you He did a permanent voice command? <laughs> he said Did you? he said email my mom forever. Yes. When you looked up the outer space porno, uh-huh. Did you then copy and paste it into an email 
address it to your mom and send it? Copy and paste. She doesn't have email address to my mom and send it. Well, so there was a show last year, I think on Fox, called Forever, about a doctor (laughs) who had been alive for a very long time. He was Forever Man. And I believe what happened was I was trying to email my mom about the show because I thought she would find the doctor very handsome. And so I said, email my mom do forever. You, do you email your mom whenever you see a guy that she thinks is going to be, that you think she's going to Not since handsome. The Mentalist. She was really into The Mentalist, Simon Baker. She loved his stuff. And I thought, nothing's ever going to replace this. And when I saw this gentleman from forever, I just yeah. thought, well, my mom's got to find mom, out. Mom, get ready. Yeah. Simon but I Baker don't do is it, out. I don't do it whenever. I do it when someone has topped the previous man that I sent her. And so... Now that this guy from forever, which, you know, unfortunately short-lived, mm-hmm. there's some sort of ironic sweet joke irony. there, yes. Yeah. The sweetest yeah. nectar of oh, irony. Oh, and, and Kevin I had wanted a picture of me and Gabe just as if we're kind of buddies. And I liked Gabe, actually, when you hard, had your arms spread out, like, okay. here we go. Here we go, baby. Yeah, dude. Okay, that's good. So um, the pictures are going to be so good, and I hope people find them on the internet because that's part of what we're talking Mm -hmm. about. So unfortunately it was short-lived, but I did say email my mom forever, and it became a permanent voice command. And so I think what happened is now she gets an email every time I try to watch, you know, and there's a crazy example, but an outer space porno, Mm -hmm. movie. Green. Ladies, or pretending to be aliens, snapping turtle eating a rat. So fucking sick. I love shit like that. It's just nature. It's fucking nature. Whatever, man. Oh, I love it. Now we have these donor shoutouts that you can also help us to explain because these are related to the internet in some way. Yep. Somebody's putting money in the internet, and it's ending up in Scott Ackerman's pockets. Mm-hmm. So Kyle Hilton did one. Tell me about what he's thinking when he does this. And the science behind it. Yeah, the science and the internet. And if you and maybe tell and maybe if video gum has anything to do with it. Okay, so am I reading this? That Kyle Hilton donated a hundred dollars <laughs> to. Uh, <laughs> Win this award for recognition of Earwolf? Yeah. Is- mm-hmm. Excellence in podcast Excellence support. Excellence in podcast support. Mm-hmm. First of all, thank you to Kyle Hilton. No, yeah, that's not, <laughs> that seems good. Mm-hmm. That seems right. We have another one here, too. Yeah. Another. Oh, you'd like me to read this one? Yeah, we don't want to do these anymore. We can't stand Maxwell it. It's too many. Gover? Gover? Another $100. Yeah. Does that seem like a lot of money or a little support? bit of money to you for that award? You know, I feel like it's a pretty good amount of money. Everyone yeah. gets a trophy now. For it's a pretty good amount of money. Everyone gets a trophy. Everyone gets an excellence in podcasting support award. And for just that money, they're going to get this great piece of paper, and we all sign it. And let's just knock that out, too, while we're here. <laughs> Fucking... What'd Congratulations, you, Max. What'd you put? I wrote Joker was here. I so, hope. So we did Suicide Squad after all. I hope oh, the winners of these awards don't get together 
and compare them because Joker was here is on a lot of the It's on most of them. It's since I rewatched the original Batman, uh, the Tim Burton Batman movie, where he goes through the art museum and he says Joker was here on one of the paintings. And I just really liked that. And then I also would write It's Your Uncle Bingo sometimes too, which also was from when I rewatched that movie maybe a month ago. Less uh, familiar phrase. It's your Uncle Bingo? Yeah, I don't remember that one. Uh, yeah, he says it to like the mayor before he kills him or something. You, you the Joker what? says it's your Uncle Bingo? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm going to write? So dark the con of man. <laughs> remember? Uh, tell me again about it. It was a scramble. It was a word scramble. It, that was the Da Vinci's code. <laughs> That's right. And you unscramble it. And it's like the guy looks at it and he's like, wait, it's a scramble. It's supposed to be oh, is Dark Somanthicon. Is he using the codex for that? He's definitely using the codex. Yes, he pulls out he's the codex. He's definitely using the codex. Oh, boy. And he's clicking and clacking on the codex. I did look up, yeah, Street Assassination video, Batman, it's your Uncle Bingo. It's also in a supercut of Joker's Best Moments, which maybe I just... Start playing that. These Joker supercuts. This is like an anime. They sort of, I mean, they sort of, the Joker supercuts kind of replaced video gum, didn't they? It's mostly Joker supercuts now. There was really no need. Physical comedy is truly an art. This is weird. This is just a the cartoon. That wasn't the Joker's best moment. Hold on. You should leave. Not even close. You should leave a comment. You should definitely start mixing it up on the Joker Supercuts thread. And he can say, that's his best moment. He can say anything he wants. Racist stuff. Wow. Anti-woman stuff. This clip's going to be too long. The Joker's white, so I don't know what he would... I don't know if that would make sense. And he's a good guy. And he's a good guy? Yeah. Hello, Vinny. It's your Uncle Bingo. Ah. And then he throws a pen through his neck. So, now, how much does it cost us when we play that? It's from the internet, which is free. Yeah. You, I definitely think that you're going to want to keep getting these. We're going to uh, need a couple more $100 donations. $100 donations. Of Maxwell, go over. If yeah. you could. If you want to keep hearing triple or good quadruple Joker down. clips. If you want us to be able to play Joker clips live on the air because Hayes didn't remember when he said it, it's your Uncle Bingo before he throw the pen through the guy's neck. Then you may want to keep giving us $100 and do it through the internet. Gabe, explain how the science works. So the science, you put your $100 in the internet, uh-huh. and then it becomes a th- uh, numbers. Does the internet do cash back? Yeah, cash back rewards, or uh, can you take the money out from your mouse pad? Uh, not yet. Not yet. Fuck. Not yet. It's stuck. It's you, stuck in the mouse pad. Yeah, you can't. There's no cash back yet. If I cut open Engineer Sam's mouse pad right now, how much money am I going to find in there? I think you look. Not a lot. Okay. I'm going to say just I don't think it's going to be Sam. a lot. I don't think it's going to be a lot. This is, uh, you know, it's not your. This is a podcasting network. No offense to Sam. Yeah, right. It's not you hiding no all your money. To, no offense to Sam, but yeah, hiding he's all poor your money in the his, mouse pads. Yeah, his clothes are bad. Yeah, no, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, talk to Sam for a minute. You have any questions for him, Sam? How do you uh, 
How'd you get involved with this with these guys? I applied uh, for job. Uh, and you <laughs> applied for a job. Yeah. So, Sean made him go through the same process mm-hmm. of everyone else. And Sean, no I don't want to seem like I'm showing favor just because he's my little cousin. What was the interview process like? How's Sean knew someone here. And that's my streamlined <laughs> greenlit process. Yeah, streamlined greenlit it. Yeah. But the interview process was a lot of like, how's your aunt, my mom? How's your mom? That was one of the first questions. Yeah, well, and then the answer was, you know, she's upset about some of the emails she's been getting from you. This was sort of a way to getting his cousin Sam uh, an okay job was sort of a way to atone for for the emails. Yeah, a lot of the It was a make good like we have to do with some of our advertisers. Yeah. <sighs> they don't like the way we do the ads, but we don't know any other way, Gabe. Any um <laughs> any any plugs, any specific plugs from Video Gov? Yeah, <laughs> yeah if I could just any stuff we can't find there's you really a, want us to hunt down. You know, there's a post I did on Video Gum. Okay. That I just would really like to get the word out about. Yeah. Uh, I I took the I took the TMZ tour of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Huge post for me. Huge post. Loved yeah. that. Loved writing about that. Wow. So uh, you can't find that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What else can I find? Are you still giving people advice? Did you unleash the snark? We did. We did. Mm. We did. We did a lot of snarks mm-hmm. on there. A lot of snarks on there. Well, the one thing I would say to you is that it's actually pretty hard to make something. You know, I've learned that. And uh, this so is a great opportunity. People work this pretty is, hard on some of this yeah. stuff. This is my, it's actually, I think if you really tried to make a movie, you'd find that it's actually not that easy. I think if you had made a movie, if you had actually put your time, your blood, sweat, and tears into a project like this, then maybe you wouldn't think it was uh, so funny to sit back and yeah. comment on uh, what and, exactly didn't work and about that's it. that's very easy. It's very easy to be snarky. But it's so easy to say it's not that easy something's a piece of shit, but be, it's not easy to make a piece of shit. It actually takes a long time, really and you w- would rather people don't mention that it sucks. It's really hard to make a movie that sucks so bad. <laughs> To make something that really sucks and speaks to almost no one and just doesn't even hold up it's as expe- what it's supposed to be. It's expensive. It's, and it takes forever. It takes a long time. And you'd like to be able to get another crack at it. And if everyone says how shitty it is, it's a lot harder. So maybe we take it you easy liked, on some yeah. of the snark. Yeah. You want to make another bad movie? Yeah. You hopefully would like the opportunity to make another bad movie. So please could everyone say that it's good instead. And this, <laughs> I've seen this attitude work, actually. Yeah. So how does that feel? Yeah. No, I think that's, you know, that's a real wake-up call for me. Mm-hmm. Um, As a guy I, who's noticed some when some things are bad, and maybe you could have kept it to yourself. I huh? think, you know, look, I, it would have been harder to do my job at the time, which, again, was a job I did Three, three three years, years ago. ago or so, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but it was it would have been harder at the time to do that job. Um, but I do, you know, maybe I should have thought a little harder three three to five years ago. Yeah, three to yeah. five. About, yeah. about how, how hard, hard it is hard to it make is. something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, can be hard. Yeah. Yeah. What's next? That's a good question. What's um, next, buddy? It's a great question. I, you know, I'd love to just like. I'm working on this spec script right now. Mm-hmm. 
Zero Dark Forty. Who's it starring? Uh, well, it's it's starring uh, Olivia Munn. Oh wow! What a Zero great Dark, Psylocke. In Zero Dark Forty. Loved her as Psylocke. It's basically, uh, it's like Weekend at Bernie's mm. meets Speed Two. Mm. Oh wow! I so, would have thought it was like this is Forty meets Zero Dark Thirty. No, it's well. No, look, it's picks up where Zero Dark Thirty left off. Uh huh. You remember how they take his Osama bin Laden's body out on that boat and dump yeah. it into the ocean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A couple guys are like, I bet we could get a date if we took that body to shore. They pick the body up, put some strings on the suit, take mm-hmm. him to the bar, lose the body. Olivia Munn's they playing Osama. The bar. Yes, that's nice. Yeah, she's firmly attached, and she's not allowed to back out of the project. Here's something that happened when I went to see X-Men Apocalypse starring Olivia Munn as Psylocke. They had an interview at the end of the movie that they showed of, you know, Arclight Presents, where the writer of that movie is sitting in the Arclight lobby, apparently in real time, uh, with when you were watching the movie, because a lot of the displays are the same. The costumes? Yes, the costumes. What were the costumes for this one? It's, always, it was it's almost always a leather jacket. A I Ninja Turtle, yes. Here's the, the leather cost- jacket from... I love from... to see the costumes in person. Yeah. It's mind-blowing. It's thrilling. When you go, this is what they're wearing in... This is the shirt Turtle wore. That was there. In the Entourage movie. Wow, a lot of turtle the costumes. Shirts. Yes, the Ninja Turtle and the shirt Turtle wore. So... He's doing an interview and uh, saying that he uh, wanted to incorporate Psylocke into this film and that it just came to him that Olivia Munn would just be the best actress for this. So he sat down with Brian Singer and he Google image searched Olivia, Olivia Munn for Brian to show him some images so that Brian would know what she looks like. <laughs> Brian, of course, really responded to the Google image search. So, 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 this, so this guy then reached out to Olivia. He doesn't say I have her email, but it's implied. And Olivia said, not only would I be willing to play that character... I know more about that character than you or Brian. I know everything about her. And she wound up being a great resource for this screenwriter throughout the film. <laughs> G4. 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 G4, yeah. Mm-hmm. What fucking nerd, man. Wait, so just to clarify, the screenwriter uh-huh. for X-Men Apocalypse uh-huh. sat down with Brian Singer, the director, uh-huh. and Google image searched Olivia Munn. <laughs> They go, doesn't this look like Psylocke? And and Brian Singer responded well. Yeah. But then Brian Singer was like, yeah, you go write her? Yeah, go eat, <laughs> drop her a fucking email, man. And then like she Brian went like, Singer. I could even probably tell you some of what to write. And he went like, yeah, sure. I mean, I'm just fucking guessing. <laughs> I could use some help. <laughs> From the woman who made it that Aaron Rodgers won't talk to his brother. Uh, so that was part of the idea. And it really comes across. I mean, she doesn't say many lines in the film, 
But the ones she does say have a big speak impact. volumes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You really can tell that she researched it. Yeah. And then intercut in this interview where he's describing this, they show an Instagram video uh, of that Ryan Reynolds put up during like Deadpool, where Olivia Munn is like in the Psylocke costume and does this huge, complicated sword fighting technique, which seems like she really can move a sword. And then Ryan Reynolds has a inflatable balloon sword, like a balloon animal sword, and, and looks at her like, uh-oh, <laughs> like, this ain't going to do the trick. <laughs> so that's how you also know that she really uh, that's fun. was a great resource. That sounds like a fun video. Uh, I got to tell you, it really brought the interview to life. After the credits? After the credits rolled, I stuck around for some Arclight Presents. And and watched him give that interview in front of the Ninja Turtles costume. And I'm trying to remember, there was another very small movie that the costumes were there from that would have been funny if I could pull the specific, but I don't know. Do you want to just think of a different one? A different movie? Just something that would like be good. Like an equivalent movie? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what I was trying to do, was trying to think. And then the one movie I did think of was some, one that I really liked, and so now I have to try what to was think that of another one. one. The one that was a small movie that I liked yes. that they could have had the costumes from. I was like the shirt from Palo Alto or whatever, oh. which I did enjoy watching. Hmm. Um, so can you think of a small movie that is like that? That you don't like? Yeah, that or not even that I don't like, but just that I didn't see at least. Hmm. A small movie and the clothes. The oh, pe- they had the peach pie from Labor Day. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> this has been an Earwolf production. Executive produced by Scott Ackerman, Adam Sachs, and Chris Bannon. For more information and content, visit Earwolf.com. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>